you feel like the older you get, the better life gets? Hmm. There's no way around it. Life can be stressful. We all have bills to pay, responsibilities to meet, relationships to navigate. Good news. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Life really does get better with age. Older adults experience less daily stress, according to new research. And as most people grow older, they become less emotionally reactive to daily stressors when they do happen. And they want to maximize the time they have left. Daily stress tends to keep dropping until your mid-50s, which is when most people appear to be the least affected by stress. Okay. I still overreact to daily stressors, so that's a sure and certain sign that I'm not old yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But here's the thing that I've found about getting older. Yes, it does overall get better. But the one thing that I don't think anyone can ever prepare you for as you get older is loss. You start losing loved ones and friends, and then people just walk out of your life for no apparent reason. And you're just like, well, wow, that's weird. And, you know, they don't come back. Um, but the loss of people that you grew up with, aunts, uncles, your own parents, right, who have just, they've always been there, and then they're gone. That's really weird. That That's the one thing. That's probably the trade-off. And maybe that's why you don't get as stressed about the little things in life, because you realize, wow, there are some big things that mm-hmm. happen. These little things really aren't worth it yeah. getting upset about. Coming up, is Christmas Day relaxing for you or does it create some stress in your life? Is Christmas Day super relaxing for you or does it create some stress in your life? Hmm. How could celebrating the birth of Jesus be stressful, right? <laughs> well, it's the family stuff. And when you're the one responsible for the meal, That causes the most stress. According to a recent survey, those were some of the stressors that made up uh, the top 10. Worrying that Santa might wake your kids up. Making Mm. sure no gifts get lost in the mountains of crumbled wrapping paper. (laughs) Um, And all the top five stressors on Christmas Day have to do with the dinner. Getting the timing right, realizing you overcook something, and more. So maybe maybe we should all just... uh, Eat pizza on Christmas. <laughs> they had to have asked only moms because for a dad, putting all that stuff together, that can be really stressful. Like if you have, mm. you know, some assembly required, yes. especially if it's somebody like me who pff, instructions, I don't need those. Yeah, it two, is. Two hours later. Anyone see those instructions? <laughs> it is a bummer when Santa's elves get so busy, they got to meet quota on number of toys. So they make you put them together. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Some assembly required tough on the parents. Um, oh, have you ever done this one? Uh, they need batteries and you don't have the batteries. Oh, nobody open on Christmas Day. Oh, man, that's rough. (laughs) Poor kids waited all that time for presents and then can't play with them because you don't have the right batteries or whatever. But yeah, it it really those are very small compared to what's on mom's shoulders. Yes. Yeah. It's all on her. Everything is on mom because everybody else, as soon as the chaos of opening all the presents is done, everyone else just kind of collapses and Mm -hmm. might even my kids have been known to crawl back in bed. Oh, my. Meanwhile, work for (laughs) Tracy is just begin. As a matter of fact, she usually gets something going while we're opening presents. She'll be like, hey, wait wait to open for a second. I'm going to get... I don't know, potatoes boiling right. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, while, while we're doing that. And it, yeah, so it is. If you can relate to that, Mom, we would love to hear from you. Is your Christmas Day very different from the rest of your family? Is it, you know, game on? Is it work for you after the, the presents are done? Or like my wife, like during the presents, is it? Do you have to get in the kitchen and start things going? We would love to hear from you, Mom. Can you relate to that idea that Christmas morning starts... A busy, busy, stressful day. Give us a call. 
Hey, Betsy, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you can relate to the stress of Christmas Day and it's all on mom's shoulders from the wrapping to the stockings to the cooking. Yes, it is. It can be a nightmare, but it doesn't have to be. I wrote a cookbook when my children were little because I missed one Christmas and I said, this is it. I'm not doing this again. So I wrote a cookbook with the premise of keeping mom out of the kitchen on Christmas. And it is filled with recipes of make-ahead things. And it, it talks about, it's all traditional recipes, uh-huh. but it talks about how you can make them up to the last minute in advance and either freeze them or refrigerate them or preserve them until they're ready to go in the oven. Okay, so this is a, a cookbook that you that is available? Like people can buy this cookbook? Unfortunately, I had a very short press run. Like of about 200, and I think I have five left. So you only have five of these books in existence now? Something like that, yeah, not too many. Are you holding on to those for your grandkids? Kind of, yeah, we're special friends. I really had a good time with it. My children were three and a half, and probably, I don't know, I think the oldest one was three and a half. And you should the send that, you've got to send that to a publisher and see if they're not interested in doing another run of it, because that sounds like a genius idea. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. Huh. Well, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I will print some more. Yeah. Brianna, moms can be overwhelmed on Christmas Day because it seems like, at least in my house, it's totally on Tracy. She does it all. How about you? It's very, very overwhelming and stressful, but I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like Tracy. Yes. We, We get up early before 730 in the morning. Let our daughter open presents, and then we go to my grandparents' house and do breakfast every year. And then after we eat, we go straight to my in-laws and have Christmas with them. And then um, we come back, and we have Christmas with my mom's side of the family. So we're running all over the place. and Man, you put you more know, miles just, on your car than Santa does on his I sleigh. Know, <laughs> but I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, we, lo- we love our family. And, you know, my mom's side of the family, we get so busy throughout the year that we really only get to see them at Christmas. So we try to mm. enjoy the best that we can and mm-hmm. and know the meaning of Christmas, you know, because, you know, that's, that's what Christmas is all about. It's not about the presents, you know, mm. it's about Jesus. So true. So true. That's such a great reminder, Brianna. Well, thanks for giving us a little peek behind the curtain of your life. It sounds well, crazy. Thank you so much for letting me talk. It is, but, but we love But it. loving, yeah. Yeah, awesome. sounds awesome. Thanks so much. Okay, this time of the year, this is my struggle. I have the best of intentions. I will go online or I will go into a store, and I'm going to shop for other people. And <laughs> I walk out with at least as much stuff for myself. As I did. That's the worst, isn't for them. it? Uh, do, I, do you do it too? I mean, I do it. I'm, I'm not talking like every now and then. I mean, every time. Uh, I got to stop I gotta doing do that. all my shopping at li- online and just give gift cards because that way I'm not buying anything for myself. It's a good idea because like, you know, the boxes will show up and this is being totally honest. My wife will go, did you order something for yourself? No. That could be a Christmas present. Don't open it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to hide your purchases. Yes, and then I go open it and I'm like, okay, one for me, one for you, two for me, one for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're so hard to buy for because anything you want, you get it for I'm yourself. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Does this ever happen to you? You'll watch the same movie over and over and over, and then you watch it again, and you have a whole new perspective on it. Hmm. You're like, I never noticed that. I never thought of that that before. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. 
So you ever watch a movie over and over and over? Maybe it's even something you watch every year as a family, and then all of a sudden you have a new perspective on it? That has happened to me with the iconic movie, Home Alone. Come on! Um, I... I've noticed that the older I get, the more I wonder what Kevin's dad did to afford this house Yeah, and the vacation to Paris for nine people. Right. And them flying in first class. Right. (laughs) Kids in the back, mom and dad in first class. I'm like, what kind of industry was he in? Did he like, did he own Twitter or something? (laughs) Very curious. So Christmas time, is it's nostalgia, right? We all like remembering Christmas past. And coming up in my Facebook memories today, uh, dad-daughter trip of a lifetime. My daughter April and I took. I'm going to relive it with you guys uh, in just a minute. I'm sure a lot of you have done this with your kids, too, at this time of the year. But it was over the top, and we had so much fun. Can't wait to tell you about it next. So uh, I was talking about um, that my, my daughter and I, that we got to go on the trip of a lifetime a couple of years ago. And there's nowhere more more magical this time of the year than New York City. And, uh, I mean, just watch the movie Elf, right? And, and you, you oh, know, yeah. it, it just comes to life. That's so cool. You got to year. be there at Christmas time. Yeah, so it was just me in April. She had always dreamed of going to New York City. So I was like, okay, this counts as one of your Christmas presents. But we went up, I think we were there for like uh, two or three days. And uh, we packed a lot into the time that we were there. We st- First, we stayed in Manhattan, like down by Wall Street. So that was really cool. She was, we're like right in the middle of everything. We checked into our hotel and we got in a a room with two queen beds and they were like, we're sorry, we don't have that room available, but we're going to give you adjoining rooms with a king bed in each. And she was just like, I get my own room. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, the first night we, we took the, you know, took the subway everywhere and that was an experience for her. And we went to little Italy the first night and had a big Italian meal and just walked around there and that was like being in another world there yeah. you know? she was just like wow you see it on tv but being there is different we went to a we didn't go to a play on broadway we went off broadway and we saw a play that's the unauthorized parody of the movie love actually ah. it was love actually with a question mark and it was so i mean we laughed so hard i was she kept nudging me like that dead because i was laughing so it was in a really small theater it was maybe like 50 people in the audience it was packed but yeah. it was really small and i was cry laughing um we had raised pizza we had a, a slice of cheesecake that was like the size of new jersey right <laughs> april couldn't finish her she took it back to the hotel room i mean it was fantastic but the best memories are we tried to relive the movie Elf. We tried to do everything that Buddy the Elf did when he was there. Like oh, we, uh, a revolving door. We ran around going, oh, <laughs> screaming. But the best one, I have a video. I'm going to text April and say, do you mind if I post it? The best uh, moment was when she recreated Buddy the Elf going up the escalator in the department <laughs> store. And I have video of her like not being able to get on because other people are going in front of her, just like happened to Buddy, right? Yeah. He was nervous about getting on, but it finally clears and she executes the both hands up on the rails, legs extended so cute. the whole way up the escalator. And it was in Macy's. It wasn't, I don't think there is a Gimbel's. I think that was a fictional place. Yeah. But if yeah, there yeah. was, we couldn't find it. But we did it in, uh, in what Macy's. What a great memory. Just... That is awesome. And then we, we ice skated at Rockefeller Center too. Wow. And I sprung for this special... Like like a VIP thing. It wasn't cheap, but it's my daughter. It was worth it. It was a special little VIP area where you could go in and get hot chocolate and cookies and warm up and stuff because it was freezing cold that day. It was so cold in New York when we were there. So, yeah, it was was, uh, definitely trip of a lifetime. We'll never, ever forget that memory. You know what I just remembered? 
um, the trip to New York that April and I took, it was we were supposed to be visiting some schools while we were there, too. <laughs> Air quotes, he did. She had no intention of going to school in New York. It was like this whole <laughs> her way to get dad to, to take get her. us to go to New York. Right, right, right. So I remember that. She wasn't she going to go to some kind of dance school? Well, she wanted to, yeah, but it just it just wasn't at her. Le- she was it, it was way beyond her skill level. Yeah, and we knew that before we went, but we, we had already booked the trip under this guise that we were visiting schools. We were walking by, and it said King's College, and I said April. Let's take a picture in front of this so we can legitimize that we actually visited a school. <laughs> this is for your mom. We're texting it to her now. See, that's so why, she's not like, why didn't I get to come? Right. That's why dad trips are way more fun than any other kind of trip. Here, here, here. Just smile. There we go. We visited a college. Now, where's that cheesecake? <laughs> How do we get to Times Square from here? (laughs) Have you been uh, sleeping okay lately? Have you, maybe you've been burning the midnight oil, shopping for Christmas presents online, wrapping gifts, or filling out your Christmas cards? Well, you develop a sleep debt from your worries, and you can pay the price in your ability to think, plan, and manage your emotions. Mm. If you're super tired, warning, it can make you prickly. <laughs> you may find yourself going ballistic over the slightest slight. New research reveals that sleep loss is strongly associated with reduced empathy and emotional regulation. So what can you do? Write down your worries and concerns before you go to bed so your brain can't ruminate on them all night. Yeah. And then, of course, try to get to bed a little bit earlier, which is really hard And try to, try to catch yourself before, I don't know... Well, one of the kids put the bread back in the uh, the bread box or the bread drawer, wherever you keep it, without the little twisty on it. Maybe don't go nuclear this time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a true story? <laughs> but you don't understand, Kevin. They keep doing it. It's driving me nuts. Stale bread. <laughs> Imagine this. You're on the phone with a friend who's got three kids, and all of a sudden they go, Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got to go. And you're like, What? That happened to me the other day. I'll tell you the story. And it's probably happened to you as a mom or a dad in just a minute. Okay, something that happened to a friend of mine the other day is probably something that may have happened to you as a mom or a dad. Because this is kind of a a universal thing only in this generation. So here's what happened. I'm on the phone with a friend. She's got an eight-year-old, five-year-old, three-year-old, and a baby on the way. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, I got to go. And I'm like... Are you okay? And it was in three minutes, she saw $300 of charges suddenly on her credit card. Hmm. Turns out her little five-year-old had somehow figured out, she has no idea how, to link her phone to her credit card. (laughs) And as she dug deeper and got on the phone with the bank, over $800 in Nintendo V-Coins had been charged. And then she proceeded to get very irritated with her husband because apparently... He had 15 emails from the bank saying, this might not be a charge you wanted. This might, imagine, you might want to check this charge. What about this charge? And he ignored He them. obviously doesn't check his email. Right. And, uh, or he did, and yeah. he ignored like, oh, a bank again. Right. Thank goodness they were able to get things worked out. The, they could not afford that, and so the charges were removed. But it gave them a heart attack in the meantime. No and kidding. I'm, oh, and I'm wondering if that's ever happened to you, where all of a sudden you're like, wait, 
what is this Amazon package or what's this charge or what's this on my credit card? Because, you know, as parents <laughs> often do, you you hand your phone to your kids when they need some entertaining at a restaurant or at a long PTA meeting. So has this ever happened to you? So uh, coming up in this segment, we have a lady who's been nice enough to hold on. She's got a great story of uh, we're talking about kids uh, getting hold of your credit card. And what was the the friend of yours, $300 in... It ended up 300 while I was on the phone with her, but the total was 800 800. in Nintendo V-Coins. Yeah. (laughs) And the kid somehow figured out on the phone... Through her phone. ...how to make it happen without her knowing. So there's a lady on hold whose son adopted a fake persona (laughs) to charge stuff. Wait till you hear this story. It's great. It's coming up next. Hey, Chris. So has that ever happened to you like it did to my friend where all of a sudden there's 800 charges in Nintendo (laughs) V-Tokens? This was back when everyone had a land phone. And while I was at work and my son had got off the bus, he had decided he needed a psychic reading. Oh, no. So he was calling the psychic hotline for like three months in a row. Um, And they had to, of course, he had an alias name. He didn't say what his name was. And so I started investigating the charges and called the phone company. And they actually played the audio. And I recognized his... Uh, voice and um, his alias was Josh Stone and I have no idea where he got that name from (laughs) but he racked up about three months worth of psychic readings and um, uh, we tease him to this day he's in his mid-30s and we tease him about Josh Stone all the time so it was just hilarious I mean now we laugh about it but at the time it was Josh Josh Stone that the Psychic reading. <laughs> wow. That is wild. See, no parenting uh, books prepare yeah. you for that. What no. you do if your son adopts an alias while calling the psychic hotline behind your back and using your credit card? Hello, Dr. Dobson. Yeah. I don't think that's in the parent handbook. No. But we, we handled it. Uh, we handled it. We have a, a good chuckle out of it. Oh, so good. It was, it's, it was a long time ago, but it was kind of funny yeah so chris get too mad at we're, yeah we're so glad you called thanks so much for hanging out with us every day well thank you you guys are awesome and you're on all day long on my computer as i'm working so it's, Love it's it. awesome that's thank all we you ask so is for, for 24 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> you get most of that trust me <laughs> merry christmas we'll Have talk a to great you later christmas okay so i was just gonna brag on my kids and say boy they they got in a lot of mischief but between the four of them, no one ever charged anything without us knowing. Um, and then I thought, that's not true. <laughs> Uh-oh. What happened? Because there, there have been multiple times where they've been like on a target run for mom. And mom gives them the little red card. Hey, yeah, yeah, we need this, 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 and this. Go and pick it up. And then come back with this, 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 and this. Plus this, that, and the other thing that they wanted. <laughs> Yikes. And sometimes they'll fess up and go, hey, uh... I'll totally pay you back for this, but this was on sale. Is that okay? And we never see the money. <laughs> As if there's not a self-checkout at Target where you could do two separate ringings. Right. Or even if it total. was a cashier. We've yeah. all done that, right? Hey, these oh, are yeah. separate. Ring them up separate. So, <gasps> so yeah, I thought my kids Not the were, little angels you thought. <laughs> no, no. They just, and and uh, I don't think that like charging, they weren't young enough to do, or, or you know, charging on your phone uh, was they were already in like middle school or something. So, uh, okay. So they wouldn't have done it naively. Yeah. No, they did it purposefully at the retail outlet itself. <laughs> <laughs> so they just released the grocery store trends for 2023. And I think this stuff is fascinating because, you know, like, I don't know. 
just how many years ago we had no clue how to say acai bowl. Like we didn't know what that was. Acai, acai. So anyway, these are some of the trends you're going to see. First of all, dates galore. You know the the Mediterranean dates, mm-hmm. uh, nature's candy, low glycemic. I guess they are just all the rage for satisfying your sweet tooth mm. in a very natural way. Um, get this seafood grown in a lab, so it's plant based. Like they can make fish sticks out of plants. That's going to be a thing next year. Hot and spicy everything. Flavors from around the world. And this one, Kev, you are going to cringe at. This is going to be all the rage in 2023. Low caffeine beverages. No. Apparently, we are so jittery, 37% of American coffee drinkers worry about their health impact of all that caffeine. And sure, we could switch to decaf and quit cold turkey, but this one, it's like buzz light, less caffeine, but still a little bit of kick. Oh, it'll be fun to check in with our producer Griffin today because his seven and five-year-olds had a big performance the other day. Oh, Can't wait to hear about it. So, Griff, your kids are just like the performing king and queen lately. First, they had the big performance at school. Turning into the uh, Von Tropp family. (laughs) Sound of music. Yeah, they had their first piano recital um, the other day. Oh, that's a big deal. Christmas piano recital. They've only been taking lessons since the start of the school year. Oh, wow. And I mean, I think this is the first time they've had a performance where they're on stage by themselves. It was in a church on this big grand piano. Yeah. And all eyes are on you. I mean, they're only seven oh, and five. Man. And That's based a... on Eloise being so shy, were yes. you guys nervous? The oh, longest walk of your life is from <laughs> standing in the, you know, off stage right. out to that piano. Going <laughs> it up feels there. Like, yeah, it feels like it's a mile to get out there. They were the first two kids to go. So they got oh, to man. go right away. And of course, my wife is like so nervous for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was too a little bit. What's that for the parents say? It's like your heart walking outside of your body. Yes. Yeah, but mm-hmm. That's what it's like. You see your kid up there and it's like, <gasps> it's, it's on them. It's go time. They have to do it yeah and my son thatcher he i think he kind of likes spotlight a little bit <laughs> he did great he gets up there he almost plays his song too fast he knows it so well uh, yeah wow. he did great he was awesome <laughs> and they do their little bow and everything yeah. and they're all dressed up special so outfits the whole oh, night yeah. yeah they well, look so cute my daughter eloise um i think she was the youngest one there playing she had this song it was a song from frozen she wanted to do it but it was like three pages long. Wow. And Look she had, did it from memory. Mm. And there was one point, kind of in the middle, she froze for a second. And my wife and I are like all tense. <gasps> and like, is she about to break down? Is this it? Is it <laughs> yeah. over? Is she just going to stop? Um, but she, you could tell like she was trying to focus. And she's up there really trying to focus. And she came through. Oh. She finished. Yay. She paused for a second, but all she right. finished it. She did so great. She we were froze like, during Frozen. Froze, you're right. <laughs> we were so proud. I mean, Sarah's in oh, tears, like so proud so of Eloise. Because like you said, she's kind of introverted. And yeah. It's like five years old, a you big deal to be up there. Funny, it's so a, great. Son, so when he started, well. he started playing drums at eight. And yeah. Tracy, at his first recitals and performances and stuff, she would cry. Yeah. Right? And he's graduating with his master's degree. He's in his final week this week. He'll have his master's degree in jazz studies. We went to his master's degree recital, mm-hmm. and she sat there. You would have thought he was eight. You would have thought he was like your kids, five years old. Right. He finished his first song, and this is the noise she made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Oh, 
So ma, mom and doesn't stop, doesn't stop. even if they per, they pursue piano and it becomes a lifelong thing. Yeah, Sarah will it will always be her little babies at their recital. We'll have to post the pictures of them all dressed up. Oh, yeah. That's it's really so cool. cute. Man, I don't know what it is, but when my four sisters and I were made, when we went through the conveyor belt in the factory, (laughs) um, they missed parts on me. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. Okay, so when they made, when God made me and my four sisters, there's five girls, no boys, they, I think he missed something on the conveyor belt when I went through because my sisters are all so talented and so creative my sister just sent me um she moved into a new house about four months ago mm-hmm. she just sent me what her table looks like for christmas it looks like a magazine <laughs> it's unbelievable it is so beautiful and she's like a florist on the side she can make her own floral arrangement she's a photographer mm. she can decorate them all my she sisters all. like three of them are seamstresses they actually listened to mom when she taught us how to sew. I mm. rebelled. Um, like, just, you can look at it. And they, they'll all, like, nicely, they love me, but they will 100% agree with me. They'll go, yeah, Taylor, I don't know what it is about you, but you just did not get those skills. So I think we've all been um, scratching our heads a little bit by how many people are asking for tips nowadays, right? Seems like everybody wants a tip. I was talking the other day about it, the car wash the automatic car wash, <laughs> they asked They asked how much would you like to tip? And I was like, nothing. So I saw a meme that I think gives voice to all of our frustrations with tipping. And it says, my thought process when, I, I want, when, when I'm asked to tip for takeout, I, I think, well, I ordered it. I picked it up. I swiped my card. But you did stand there and watch me do it. So, (laughs) bingo, nailed it.